Welcome to the Leaders Toolkit Podcast, Episode 7. Hi there, I'm Tracy, the Director of Catalyst Support here at Giant. Are you a team leader in an industry or organization? No matter the size of your company or the level of your leadership role, this podcast is tailor-made for you. Here's the thing. Being great at your job doesn't automatically make you a great people leader. It's a whole different skill set. The skills that brought you success in your field might not have covered team leadership, but don't worry, that's where this podcast comes in. If you find it challenging to manage tasks, time, conflict, or motivation within your team, we're here to lend a helping hand. Our mission is to equip team leaders like you with the necessary skills to excel in the art of leading a team. Each episode is packed with concise, actionable content, including hacks, tips, tricks, tools, wisdom, and encouragement. Tune in and don't forget to share it with your fellow team leaders. Let's join forces and build healthy, high-performing teams that have the power to change the world. Together, we'll empower you to become a team leader worth following. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm so glad you are with us. And again, I say this every time, but this is a progressional type of podcast. So our, we're really building. We're building a toolkit for you as a leader. And so we've learned some tools along the way. And if you haven't heard those episodes yet, I'd encourage you to go back from the beginning, start from episode one, and meet us here after you've listened to all of the, the episodes so far. I'm really excited about my guest today. This is a good friend of mine. She's a colleague. She's just a delightful person. And I'm just going to say it. Um, Becky is expecting her second child. And I got I got a sneak peek here. <laughs> she is ready to pop. And I know that feeling, although it was many years ago. But Becky, I'm so excited because I know you're a fabulous mom. So congratulations. Can't wait to see that little one. Um, I know it's a surprise. We don't know boy or girl, but I'm super excited. So Becky Barcelotti, thank you so much for spending time with me, especially as you are probably miserably hot, summer and pregnant. Thank you so much, Tracy. It's great to be here. Thankfully, we're having a non-heat wave in the UK. The rest of Europe's having this crazy degrees of heat, but it hasn't re yet reached the UK. So I think everyone's slightly, we're all grateful that it's, uh, we're not sweltering in temperatures without any AC, <laughs> which is a gift. So uh, yeah, awesome. a real joy to be here with you. Oh, thank you. So not only are you a mom, but you are also um, a consultant mm -hmm. and you help teams really around the world. And I, I won't say that I'm totally jealous, but I'm a little jealous because I, I mean, my goodness, I've seen you, of course, all over London. I know that you've worked with clients all over London, but then you were in the United Arab Emirates not long ago. Um, you work with teams. I know you were in Cyprus with a team not long ago, and I'm not talking for my USA listeners. I'm not talking about Cyprus, Texas. I'm talking the real Cyprus. So I saw pictures and it looks beautiful. So tell tell us what who all you're working with or if you, if you can drop names great if you can't you know you can be general. Gosh, Tracy, that makes me sound like I've got a very glamorous life. <laughs> Reality no, doesn't do. feel like that. But no, we do. We work with teams and organizations all around the world. So of all different shapes and sizes. So um, large multinational corporations, for example, Pfizer, lots in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, just large, large consulting firms, um, but also down to their small tech startups as well, and even government. Um, so even working with the British Foreign Office um, and different people like that. So a whole spectrum of clients, which I find fascinating, be able to see into their different worlds and understand the, the commonalities of people challenges across all of them. Mm, well, you do have a glamorous life. See, you just proved it. Um, <laughs> 
Okay. So as you know, on this podcast, we've been basically taking a virtual toolkit and we've said, okay, what tools do team leaders need in order to lead effectively? Um, and so we've dropped some of those tools in, know yourself to lead yourself, things like that, um, different concepts. So what I'd love for you to do, because I know because you work with so many different teams, you see the pain points mm-hmm. of team leaders, you know what the struggles are, you know what's what's hard. And you you have a tool you're going to share with us today that is powerful. And it's one of my favorite tools. It's something that I use every single day of my life with almost every person in my life. Can you introduce our listeners to the Support Challenge Matrix? Yes. The Support Challenge Matrix, I have to say, is one of my absolute favorite tools as well. It's like a power tool which you pull it out of the bag and then never fails to be ahas on the other side of you. So the premise is there is four quadrants. And the quadrants are a mixture of high support and high challenge, which we call the liberate quadrant. And that's the goal. That's where we want to all be and aspire to be. And that's really a culture of empowerment and opportunity. It's green. It's where everything is healthy. People are growing. The bottom line is growing. It's just a brilliant place to be. And that's when we calibrate that beautiful mix of high support and high challenge. The other three quadrants Um, is where we calibrate high challenge but lower support and we call that the dominate category and that's really a culture of fear and manipulation so it's where people um, do things for you because they're afraid of what's going to happen if if you if they don't do it it's not a nice place to be people are there because yeah you're you know it's the high challenge do this do this but very low support that matches it on the flip side, we've got the high, uh, the protect category, which is a combination of high support and lower challenge. Now, this is uh, people often think this is a liberate light, but it's not. It's equally not a positive culture, and it's a culture of entitlement and mistrust. So, people, you're nice. Your boss is nice. You nine times out of ten, and then suddenly on the ninth time they flip, and you think, where do I? Why? What happened there? Like I thought they were nice to me. This hasn't been a problem before. Um, so it really, and people think, do do they do? I, where do I stand with that person? Um, and yes, yeah, so it's a real culture of entitlement and mistrust. And finally, we have our third, our fourth quadrant, which is the abdicate abdicate quadrant, which is um, a combination of low challenge and low support. And that's really a culture of apathy and low expectation. Mm -hmm. People are checking out. They're not really fussed about being there. There's no support. People aren't really challenging them. There's no growth. Um, I did this with an organization once and he said the guy on the other side of me said becky we're all entirely in abdicate we just come to work because they pay our bills and we leave as soon as they get as we can and i was like we need to have a conversation about that um Mm. so the good news is uh we can all be in the liberated quadrant with high support and high challenge the bad news is that none of us naturally fall into that quadrant without being intentional so how we're intentional how we lead others and lead ourselves to be in that quadrant is a really, really good question to ask. Mm, that's a great, great description. So, you know, we're audio only here on this podcast. So I will put this tool, the visual graphic in the show notes. So check that out. I hope, I think Becky did an amazing job of describing it, but it really does help to see exactly what she was saying. Now you mentioned, Becky, you kind of said green is for the liberator quadrant, this um, freedom quadrant, I think I would call it. Um and so tell us the other colors. Do you have co- colors on each quadrant? We do. It's a really good question. So the Liberate quadrant, as Tracy said, is green. Um, and it's really indicating through visual tools um, and mm-hmm. creating meaning through visual tools. So green is in the Liberate quadrant because that's a sign of health. So healthy things grow 
even the dollar is green, uh, as it was pointed mm-hmm. out to me earlier today, because I'm a Brit, so pounds is my familiarity. But yeah, even the dollar is green. So we want to be healthy. We want to be growing. We want we want to be green in the green quadrant. The dominant quadrant is red, and that's really a signal of danger. So what it's like to be on the other side of us is a warning sign to us, basically. The protect quadrant is amber or yellow, and it's warmer, but it's also cautionary. It's a sign that something is still not right, um, and you're not necessarily in the green quadrant. And the abdicate quadrant is gray, and that really kind of symbolizes, yeah, ambivalence basically um it's kind of anonymous there's no life in it gray is is not a lively life giving color so that's why the abdicate quadrant is gray Hmm. yeah i love that yeah when i think of the green i think of you know um a garden i'm a big gardener so you think of lively things growing just like you said and that's where we want that's really where we want to sit is that in that quadrant but it is way harder to do (laughs) than to say right um, by the way, that word we, we're using that word liberator. I know if you're listening from different parts of the world, that that word may have a different connotation, maybe even negative to you. So, do you do you mind speaking to that? Why we chose that word, and if if there's a, maybe a different concept to put in someone's head about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, one of the things which we talk about at Giant is what does it look like to fight for the highest possible good in the lives of others? and really create that culture of empowerment and opportunity. So that's the mindset behind the liberate quadrant. And it's really thinking of it as a verb. No one is a personal liberator, but we can all be liberating to others. So what does it look like in our actions to be liberating to those? Um, we deliver um, this tool and other tools uh, cross-culturally. And yeah, you're absolutely spot on, Tracy. Being sensitive to people in other cultures where language has a different meaning is really, really, really important. And so one of the things that I'd recommend or that we often do is really position ourselves as learners and say, okay, how would you redefine this? Tell me how this concept applies to you in your particular cultural context. And often asking them to translate it and define it in their own terms. But from a giant perspective, it's that mentality or mindset of how, what's it like to be on the other side of someone who's genuinely fighting for the highest possible good in the lives of others on the other side of them? Mm, this is great. So I don't know if you're like me, maybe, and maybe our listeners are, but I can be in each of these quadrants mm-hmm. throughout the day with different people. Like I would say with my team, I can be up in the green part, very, very high support. I can challenge well, but then maybe one of my sons I can protect. And then later that evening, maybe I abdicate my role with a friend, you know, and I feel it feels like, can I ever just get up into the green quadrant? Do you feel like that, Becky? Yes, all the time. I think the first part is simply being aware of it. It's holding up the mirror of self-awareness. These tools are brilliant because they're just self-awareness mirrors asking us the question, what's it really like to be on the other side of us? And once we've identified our tendencies and genuinely what it's like to be on the other side of us, then we can do actions differently um, to create a much more positive world. But yeah, every day is a school day. So you're right. It's so difficult to be consistently be in the liberated quadrant, even with ourselves um, as, as a first point. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break. Um, can you hold on just for a minute and we'll come back and I have one more question for you. Great. Leaders, we get it. Your job is demanding and you're constantly seeking fresh perspectives to drive your team's success. Introducing Giant, 
the ultimate solution for leadership development. Our team of over a thousand certified coaches, also known as guides, are masters in their field. Whether it's workshops, personalized coaching, or transformative trainings, they'll propel your teams to higher levels. Join forces with our experts, and together we'll unleash your team's true potential. Connect with us now at theleaderstoolkitpodcast.com slash guide, and let us pair you with the perfect giant guide in your geographical or industry area. Okay, welcome back. We're with Becky Barcelotti. She's uh, over there in the UK and uh, so glad that you're here. She's just explained this really powerful tool called the Support Challenge Matrix. It's very helpful. And what we're basically saying is, you know, you have to calibrate two things as a leader. You, You give support, but then you also have to give some challenge at times. And all of us tend toward, I don't, I don't really think any of us are completely naturally great liberators to people doing both. I think we tend toward either being way on the protector side, a lot of support, but it's hard for us to give challenge. Then the other of us really lean toward uh, that dominate category where we're giving all the challenge, but we forget that they need support. And so we find ourselves falling into one of the other categories. And so as a leader, we've got to continue to fight for the highest possible good of those that we lead push ourselves up into that green quadrant and say, what do I need to do to give more support or to give more challenge, whichever is harder? Here's my question, Becky. It feels like in different jobs that I've had, different teams that I've worked with, that people look all over the internet or they, they um, you know, are interviewing for that perfect person in the perfect position and they find this great graphic designer or they gr- find this great marketing guy that they've been looking for, or this, this woman who's great at finances, and they go, yes, we're hiring her. But then they start to micromanage. They and and I'm thinking, wait, you you've you've gone and sought this perfect person, and they've got the skill set, and they've they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. But then we start to go, I'm going to either dominate them, <laughs> I'm going to protect them, or I'm just going to go. Good luck. I hope you can figure it out. What do you say to that? Yeah. So calibrating that um, high support and high challenge is always going to be an art, not a science. So firstly, understanding our own tendencies towards do we naturally fall into the dominant category or the protect category or, or where do we fall is a great first step. The second step is to then understand the individual on the other side of you um, and what their needs are and what support and challenge looks like for them personally. And obviously that may change on a weekly basis. So, you know, they may have had a horrendous week. And so actually this week they're really needing more support and lower challenge. But next week they may be on top of the world. So what's it look like to bring that challenge to really help them get to the next level and help them be at their best? One of the things which I find really helpful here is using the lens of voices. Um, So understanding what voice you have on the other side of you. If you have a pioneer, they will naturally self-empower. They will naturally support themselves fairly well. And actually, you can bring that higher degree of challenge. But if you have, for example, a nurturer on the other side of you, then understanding actually that they don't necessarily self-empower in the same way that pioneers do, so that you will, so they'll really value or benefit from a greater degree of high support. So understanding the vo- as voices is a really great tendency lens to, again, help you learn to calibrate that support and challenge. And the other thing that I would really do is ask them. So uh, we often ask, we encourage the clients that we work with to ask the people that they have in their teams, what does support look like for you? 
practically how can I show that this week as your manager? But also, what would you like to see from me in terms of challenge? How how will we know if we've got there? What does that look like? Give me examples. What does getting to the next level look like for you? And um, at Giant, we have this amazing uh, additional tool called the Liberator um mindset and it's got three fantastic questions on it which really help people help leaders think through um what does it look like to get um to that liberate quadrant um and be on the other side of them and how do they how do they get their team and act as liberating leaders in that space so it's, they've got some brilliant questions on that leader mindset tool which i'd really recommend thinking through if you've got a one-to-one coming up or um or even just thinking through for each of the members on your team Mm, that's great. You're you're teasing us because we we haven't quite covered the five voices yet, and we haven't covered that tool. But I will put those in the show notes, and then that will give each you know each of you listening like a taste of that. And then later in an episode, we'll cover those. Love that. Thank you, Becky, for introducing us to those. I'm, I'm going to have Steve Cochran come on. He's going to you know give us the full deep dive into the five voices and that concept. So I can't wait for that. Uh, you brought up a really great point. Um, I don't know if everyone else is like this, but. I forget to say things out loud. You said, just ask your employee or whoever it is, what do you need from me? What kind of support do you need right now? And I think we hint a lot. You know, we we assume that people, that we can read people's minds or that they can read ours. So verbally saying, what kind of support do you need from me right now? Almost feels like that other person on the other side of you will just go, ah. That feels so good for someone to even ask. I thank you for asking. Here's what it is. Here's what I need. And it could be something like, I have a child that's sick at home and I'm worried. And so could you just give me a few hours to just check on them really quickly? Or, you know, it could be something like, hey, I haven't upgraded the software in my computer and I feel archaic over here. If I could just have an upgrade, you know, I think I could be more efficient. It could be something that simple. So I love that you just mentioned, just say it, just ask. So Becky, thank you so much for sharing this powerful tool. Again, listeners, just go to the podcast show notes. You'll see the visual there. Uh, you've, you've heard on some of our commercials how you can get on the pro of the giant OS, and that will uh, allow you to have access to all of our tools. So I encourage you to do that. Becky, I hope that all goes well when you deliver this sweet baby. And uh, thank you again for taking time out for us. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. We'll catch you next time. If you're a leader and you're looking for ways to develop yourself, your team, or your organization at scale, then you need to know about Giant's leadership development platform, Giant OS. Giant OS is being used inside thousands of organizations around the world to help create healthy, high-performing employees and teams. Giant OS gives you and your people on-demand access to all of the Giant leadership resources. This includes all of our assessments, our courses, and more. When it comes to assessments, imagine being able to see how each of your teams are performing while pinpointing their areas of strength as well as growth opportunities. That's what our team performance assessment is all about. Or imagine being able to see the personalities of everyone in your organization with tips on how to improve collaboration and trust. That's what the five voices assessment is all about. These plus our other assessments are going to help you unlock insights to help you lead at the next level. And with our on-demand courses, you can help your people learn new leadership skills and apply them to their work in real time. For just $10 per month per user, you can have access to world-class leadership resources that will transform your organization one person at a time. 
you can check it out by going to the leaders toolkit podcast.com slash pro. Again, that's the leaders toolkit podcast.com slash pro. 